All right, you ready? Yeah, come on. Now, don't get on here and start lying. Lying? Who lying? We're going to stick to the script. Marriage, Marriage no, no cap. cap. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. 2023, heading into 2024. Yeah, it's been a while. When was the last time we recorded? Last I year? Don't, I'd have to go back and look. Actually, I think it was at the beginning of this year. I mean, yeah, it's been a while, but I don't know exactly when. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. Yeah. But a lot's happening in this last year. I would say, oh, all in all, 2023 is a was an incredible year for multiple reasons. One, we're pregnant. Woo! Having a baby girl. <laughs> but I feel like we got a lot accomplished. Professionally, we had some good um a good year we just had a a a great year like uh, just a really unbelievable year and it capped off of us being pregnant um yeah we're expecting a a baby girl yeah i'm so excited (laughs) uh so we went on vacation um i think that's the last time that we actually recorded is that we were going to go on vacation in march for our anniversary Mm. i could be wrong but we went on vacation in march for anniversary and then we went on vacation again in august um for wellness week for nike um, they have a week where they completely shut down. So employees are off. Um, and so we use that week to go on vacation again. And that's when we got pregnant. That's when we got pregnant. We had fun <laughs> on vacation. honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been good. Um, I know we've had so many conversations between like the last time we recorded this podcast to now of like where to start, where to stop off. Like, where do we, you know, take this next journey? And so it's been amazing to just have another year of us growing together and us loving each other. Cause I think that's, that's the beauty of our relationship is we're actually really, really, really good friends, best friends. And then we actually get to be in a relationship and we got to spend time at work together and just spend time doing a lot of amazing stuff in 2023. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that was a topic that you wanted to talk about today was, We've been sharing a lot on social media, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're not following us on Instagram, I'm trying to get into posting more on TikTok, so just bear with me. (laughs) Um, But if you're not following us on Instagram, you should definitely do that. We've been posting on Instagram. I'm starting to ramp up content and post for us more. Um, But it's one of the things that when we share a relationship online, a lot of people ask, hey, like, how in the world... Did you all make it this far? Like, what is it that you're doing different? Like, um, what are some other things that people say? Like, how can, like, I, I mature my relationship. So people that's like first dating or first getting married, they're like, how do I mature my relationship into like a long time, like up years and years and years. And we get asked that question a lot, right? Yeah. And, and the other thing, also the other thing is that they'll say, oh my gosh, I want this. Hmm. I want this specifically. I want this relationship specifically. I want my relationship to look exactly like this. Yeah. And it just really starts with a firm foundation and communication. Like we've mentioned that before in other podcasts, but the foundation that we always talk about is with God. The foundation between my relationship with God and you have a relationship with God that's outside of my relationship. And then we have a, a together relationship with God. And so that's the firm foundation. And Outside of that, it takes manage. Like you have to manage it every single day. And you choose like you go to work, like, hey, you get this job and, you know, you can have the same job as somebody else and y'all do completely different things Mm -hmm. because you're managing your time and assignments differently than that other person or vice versa. And 
it's the same way in marriage. When you're in a communicated relationship, you have to manage it every single day. Like if you leave it idle, some things can creep in and, and allow things to, to not work as well. But when you're managing the thing constantly every single day, you'll mature it and you'll you'll develop it and grow it. A thousand percent. And also, I would just add to that, that managing a relationship and managing a relationship with God is not like this big. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be this showcase every single day. Sure, It has to be something that is just like. Just like we're partners, like we wake up and we say good morning to each other. We um, love on each other whenever we're about to leave each other's presence. We we are constantly loving on each other. We're constantly having a conversation. We don't text each other and then like separate and then text each other and be like, hey, how are you doing today? Because we've already asked each other those questions. He will. He's very, very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? consistent he's mm. very consistent with asking me how i am and even if it's like in the middle of the day and that is such a huge thing for me it may be something small for him to just text and be like how are you like are you doing okay today like are you doing okay during the day and ask me how i am because that's huge that's huge to me because i actually get to tell you if something's wrong and then we can go into fixing it or solving it or whatever the case is mm-hmm. sure it's that constant checks and balances of Hey, how are you doing? Is this going okay? And then spending time, like when you manage your time, like at work, like you have a timeline of when you should get tasks done. You should have the same thing in marriage. Like I have a timeline of how I want things to happen and don't get like necessarily bogged down by the timeline. Although it has to happen by Thursday. No, that's not how it works. But it's like, Hey, I'm going to spend time like checkpointing those things off to saying, Hey, we're always going to talk and communicate in the morning. We'll separate. We have to not talk because we have to work and do other things. But there's times in the day where we come back together and we check on each other and we build each other up and just to say, just ask those honest questions like, how are you doing? And then we close out going to bed, you know, on the same page, like, hey, let's touch, let's let's communicate, let's do some of the favorite things we're doing today together. And so that's a part of managing a relationship. And yeah. I feel like people don't grasp or understand how simple that is. Yeah. But it, un, left unchecked, it could cause a huge rift in the marriage. Right. And I think that that's huge because that's one of the things, again, that we were talking about, like people are constantly asking us like, hey, how do you do X, Y and Z and and all the things in marriage? Um, And we didn't just start out this way. We didn't just jump into the relationship and, Mm -hmm. oh, we learned this in two weeks by our course. Like it doesn't (laughs) work like that. It is something that you have to work at every single day. And like I said, it's not something that it's like this huge thing where you have to sit down and study and like do all the things. It's really just asking how are you it's really saying good morning it's asking like is there anything that i can do for you today to make your day easier mm-hmm. um i know like a couple times special things that you can do for each other like a couple times in early in our marriage we talked about you know like i gotta show you that i care for you and like i got you because it was just us mm-hmm. like we left our parents and, and left everything we had it was just us and i know for like the first like little bit it was just me saying hey let me show you that I prioritize you or like I, I hear you or I can communicate with you in a way where it can make you feel like you're being heard and accepted. And cause we're like, we're all we got like me right. and you, like we're together. So it's like I, a couple of times, like when I would study and like rehearse and like read books and stuff, it was just like, make sure your wife just make feels uncomfortable with that, where y'all live. Like the, the roles and responsibilities of the house, like 
she doesn't have to cook and clean because she's the woman. Like if she wants to do something else or she's not good, something else like prioritize that and plan in a way where it's like not a burden for you. And you do the same for me. Right. And I feel like we had to have those conversations early and often to really understand, like, how are we going to work this thing through even through the tough times? Like who's going to be the one that does the dishes? Who's going to be the one? And it's like as simple as like we're a partnership and we have rules and tasks at work. You do this. I do that. And that's it. Like that, right. I think that's healthy for people. Um, that's how things get done in our, in our household because you know, you're better at this than I am. I'm better at some things than you are. And we divide and conquer sometimes, but we always come together making sure that we're working together in a, in a, in a way where it makes sense. Yeah. And I think those things have to be figured out Mm -hmm. in a way where it's like, so he does the laundry. He's main on the laundry now. And the way that that actually started is I was doing the laundry because I was, I was staying at home, right? I'm staying Mm -hmm. at home. So we had an agreement. He's going to be working. He's going to be going out of side of the house and working. And I was going to stay in the house and work. I was going to be doing the laundry. I was going to make sure that all the meals were cooked. The house was clean, Mm -hmm. et cetera. And that was going to allow me to work on digital content, creating photography, whatever it was that I was doing in the creative moment that I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm constantly doing the laundry. The laundry is getting piled up and it was just in shambles. And he, I don't think he ever really like noticed. He would be like, I'm out of underwear every once in a while, <laughs> but it wasn't something that he saw me struggling and I never said anything. And, it, that, and to that point where I was at work majority during the day, when you would try to sort and do out the laundry, like I didn't see the frustration that no. you went through. And I would feel so bad when he would come home and like the laundry's not done and whatever else. And it was like, for me, it was kind of like a mental thing. Mm -hmm. It was a mental thing where I just could not get myself motivated enough to go in there and actually do the laundry in one sitting. And it's, and it's funny because during the time where you were at home and you were supposed to do the laundry, you were doing other things as well. Yeah, so I would like stop doing the laundry and go other, do something else. You would else. kill other things, yeah. <laughs> but the laundry would be kicking your ass. <laughs> over and I'm over like, and this over. meal is going to be the best meal you've ate in months. So she would come but to me But you don't like, have any underwear. Yeah, she'd be like, hey, like, you know, we're, we're cooking this for dinner and blah, blah, blah. And then she would tell me like, hey, I didn't get the laundry today. I'm like, okay, like, that's not a big deal. And I feel so bad because I'm like, you have to go out in the world and go work. And like, you need clothes for that. And I'm at home so I can wear whatever I want. (laughs) Um, And then it's crazy because 12 years into our marriage, just as an example, things are not going to come as easy if you don't have those conversations. Mm -hmm. 12 years into our marriage, I said, oh, I'm sorry, 11 years, 11 years into our marriage, I said, look, I am struggling with this laundry and it is bad. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yes, like I hate doing laundry. And he's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. And I'm like, well, it's piled up all the time. And that's the thing is like a lot of times we just assume that you see that it's piled up. So obviously I'm struggling with it. Right. But I, but it could but have if been you where don't like, it could have been where I seen the laundry pile, up, but I know you're doing other things. And like you could have prioritized it. So I wasn't And you had no idea that I was procrastinating the laundry because I hated it so Mm -hmm. bad. So anyways, so I'm doing the laundry and I'm telling him like, hey, I, we need to have a conversation because I absolutely hate doing the laundry. Like I need help. And he said, okay, I'll help you. Like it's, it's nothing for me to help you. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, he was like, let's do it right now. We'll knock it out right now. And to me, I was like, oh, 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 oh. (laughs) you, you clearly ain't never done laundry before because you can't just knock it out and knock it out. And so he said, I'm going to help you. 
And I said, okay, thank you. The huge relief. And then the other thing on top of that is if you want help, you have to receive the help. And what I mean by that is if he folds the towels in a separate way than that you do, Mm. it's not the same way. You have to make a choice. Do you want the help or do you want it to be perfect? Do you want it to be like perfect in your standards? And so he said, I'm going to help you do the laundry. And I said, okay, I'm going to go get my nails done. You go ahead and start. (laughs) And then I'll be back in a couple hours. He's like, okay. So it was just a feel. So it was really quick. I go to the nail salon. I come back. He's done. He's done. He's absolutely (laughs) done with the entire piles of laundry. There was, I'm not even kidding y'all. It was like five or six loads of laundry. And he was literally done with all of it. It was put up. It was put away. He was like, the last thing he was like, just folding socks. I'm like, what, where's the laundry? And he's like, I did it. I'm like, where? Like nothing for me. (laughs) And I'm like shocked. So at this point I said, guess who's made on the laundry? (laughs) And he like, we also had the conversation. Would it bother you if you did laundry all the time now? Because I literally hate that task. And he's like, no, it's fine. And I feel like that's the that's the beauty of marriage, like by design, is you always have somebody to help you. You have some like even if I wasn't good at laundry, like we could have shared the responsibility and mustered through it just because like, hey, this is something we both hate, but we'll do it together and we can muster through it. Right. And so I mean, misery loves company. Let's be honest. That's true. So so, if you're miserable doing something, but you have your best friend there doing it with you, like, yeah. But it's it's all about just that communication, how you manage certain tasks and things. Because what I didn't know is it was just overwhelming for her, and I didn't see that on a day to day basis. Like if you'd ask me, I'm like, it's fine. Like you know, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Like it ain't getting done today. You can do it tomorrow. But like you had. (laughs) like anxiety about getting it done and yeah. working through it. But also that was giving you anxiety for other projects and other work that you were doing. So it was like, that can't happen. Like we can't have you have anxiety. The thing that's causing anxiety, make you have anxiety about other things. Right. And so like, we have to figure this thing out and we would have never figured that out 11 years into our marriage until she brought it to me and, and we talked about it. I'm pissed that I sat here and had anxiety over laundry for 11 years because I didn't speak up when I literally could have just came to you and been like, Hey, this laundry is stressing me out. That's, I mean, it's, it's hard to admit sometimes and be vulnerable when things are not going a certain way that you would like. But then what I've learned in our marriage, that that's a hope that's an open door to come in and say, Hey, I need to talk about this thing. Yeah. Like, and say like, Hey, this isn't working the way I thought, or this isn't going the way I thought. Like, can we talk about it? And like actually talking about it and talking it through. Yeah. And so with our marriage, like I, we both use this as like a testing ground to say like, Hey, what can we do? Can we do something different? Can we do an alternative? Can we do something else? And we plan together. And so going into 2024, we haven't sat down yet, but we will on just like, Hey, what do we like to get accomplished? Like, what are the things we'd like to do? Um, and that helps kind of set the the stage to like open that conversation and like opportunity to say, Hey, I'd like to do this or I'd like to start doing that. And so I think that just goes with just how you go through the day to day without a major event, um, in your marriage. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I'll just add to that. I think that a lot of people will come in and see what we've accomplished 
in that span of time, like it's been 12 years. I waited 11 years to say something about the laundry stressing me out and asking for help. Um, because I'm still learning in this relationship too. Like we are every day, every single day. day. And I think people see that he does. Everybody sees that he does the laundry now and they're like, Oh, I want a man like that. And it's like, I totally understand what you're saying, but also on the opposite end of that, like you have to be willing to be vulnerable enough to have a conversation. And I feel like a lot of people these days, especially with social media, the thing that I'm seeing is they want someone who is just immediately complete and knows all of their wants and wishes and all the things. And I'm like, it doesn't work like that. And if you got that, if that man walked in here today if you got exactly what you were asking for and it was, he was everything and he done all the things for you and he knew all your favorite X, Y, and Z's and all these things. If, if that person walked into the room today, you would have nothing to create with them and there would be no bond. It would be boring and it would be, it wouldn't be any sort of connection Mm -hmm. because It's just everything that you've ever wanted and ever wished for and all the things. We have such a bond and such a connection because we have conversations on a regular basis to fix things. We've been in the trenches together in our relationship. And if like you were saying, if if God delivered that person to you, you wouldn't be ready for it because you haven't gone through anything Mm -hmm. to prepare yourself. Just like you're the baby growing your belly. Like you had to go through all the stuff you've been going through and then come in the spring, like you can finally give birth. Like you had to develop everything in in the process to, to be developed. You just can't show up, get pregnant. And then the next month give birth to a healthy baby boy or girl. Like you have to go through the process. And with marriage, it's like, you have to go some of through the hardships. And when I say hardship it's like tough conversations, doing the work, figuring out who that person is, because I'm not the same person I was when we first got together. No, you're not either. And if, if I would have showed up to to meet Tierra Trammell back then, we wouldn't be together. If you, if Tierra Leaper was dating Chris Leaper 15 years ago, we wouldn't be together. But we grew together and we developed and we were like in the same space and we grew and developed together. Yeah. Like I, it's, it, that's just. That's I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't have known what to do had you walked in who you are today and walked in. 12 years ago and been like, you know, yeah, here I am. Let's get married. Yeah. Completely different. Or 15 years ago. Cause we've been together for 15 years. Let's say you walked in who you are today, 15 years ago. I haven't even developed my relationship with him is. I am who I am today because of my relationship with him. And I I've developed myself to you. Yeah. I've developed so much over this last 15 years because we've been developing together together. But if I was who I was 15 years ago when he walked in, Oh honey, she's not ready for that. (laughs) She's not ready for that. That's who I, that's who I thought that I, I, this is what I want and blah, 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 blah. But if he just walked in, I'm so underdeveloped at that moment in time. And that's why it's, it's, it's important to start with the simple conversations and square one. Like you don't have to get to square 30 Within the first two weeks of meeting somebody. Yeah. If you if you are talking to somebody and you go on a date and he's like, it, you know, you hate red. And he says, oh, red's my favorite color. You can't be like, oh, I'm done. 
I'm right. backing out of this relationship, blah, blah, blah. Or he just, he loves sports and I don't like sports. And all he talks about is sports and blah, blah, blah. All he talks about is sports. All his analogies to me and his examples are like sports led. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and it's fine because we have our separate things. You need your separate things. Sure. He has sports. He loves sports. I love music. I am obsessed with music. He's not, he likes music, but he's not obsessed with it. I, I don't mind sports, but I'm not obsessed with it. And we compromise. He will watch sports on TV and I'll he p- hits mute and I play music. Like there's compromise in our relationship. So just because there's like one or even five things that you're just like, I don't like about this person. There was so many things in the beginning when we first started dating that I did not like about him. Right. There was so many things and it was like childish nitpick things. Like I remember uh, he texted me and said, how are you? And I was like, Ew, like, ew, <laughs> who does that? And I would just be like, wh- I remember asking him, like, why do you ask me how I am? Because I'm used to guys like texting and being like, yo, and I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> and he would ask me every single time he would text me first thing in the morning and say, good morning. Uh, how are you? And I would be like, ew, that's so weird. Like, why do you blah, blah, blah. And then here I am so many years later. Um, having mental health things going on and like, you know, having anxiety and, and been in depression. And I need that. I need someone to say, how are you? It's all, it's all about rhythm. And I feel like that's the, the kind of the next thing we can kind of go to in the next, in the next episode is just rhythm. You, you're managing it, but there's also that rhythm aspect that you have to be vulnerable and, and then take lead and do things and like not do it at the same time, not compete against each other. So I think we can kind of pick that up in the next episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also want to like this whole season is going to be so good. You guys, it's going to be so good. I want to talk about like getting pregnant um, because that was a miracle in itself. And just to give you a little dose of that, we were, we got pregnant naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been trying and not trying um, officially and unofficially. We've not, pre- we've not uh, prevented it for 12 years. And we just randomly got pregnant and everybody's asking, is it natural? Yes, it's natural. And we were also told by doctors, if we wanted to get pregnant, we would have to do IVF. We were told our chances of getting pregnant naturally were 20% or less. So we want to have a conversation about that. We're going to talk about this season. We're also going to talk about toxicity and we're going to talk about breaking generational curses, um, especially where it pertains to our family and getting pregnant and where it pertains to friends and having to cut people off. Um, We're going to talk about all of that stuff. So make sure you guys are tuned in to this season. Make sure that you have your notifications turned on Um, and we're going to be posting some of this stuff on Instagram. So I'm really excited to start sharing that with you guys on Instagram, too follow along the journey yeah thanks guys we'll see you all in the next one thanks guys you can follow us on instagram at marriage no cap for inspiration to hold you over to the next episode feel free to anonymously submit your questions email us at marriage no cap at gmail.com until next time guys peace easy oh my god turn the mic off